0: Thank
1: you. Lord Jesus, good morning. Thank you for Thursday morning. Thank you for this, uh, this day that you've blessed us with. And um, we thank you in advance for um, how, you gonna use, how you are going to use us today. And uh, Lord, we ask you to use us today and help us to remove stuff that hinders us from hearing from you, Lord, and um, for you, uh, how you want to use us today. Thank you for my friend, Brad. Thank you for his marriage. Thank you for his kids, and bless his business. And what would you say? Ask you to speak through him to us today. Again, words that are encouraging to us from you, and words that are equipping uh, for today's um, for what you have in store for us today, Lord Jesus. We love you. Amen. Brad Ewing, thank you for leading once again. Welcome.
0: Thanks. Yeah, uh, I I was really what I wanted to sort of, uh, plow into today was just based on a conversation that you and John were having earlier this week. Just, uh, you were talking about, you know, asking God for wisdom and then listening and, and all the, you know, the challenge sometimes is the listening part (laughs) we were good at asking. Um, and it just, um, it kind of reminded me, um, of a, a song of a, not a song of books that one of my favorite books, um, that I go back to a fair amount. And I, I, I don't think I ever reread the whole thing, but I, um, uh, I, I jump back into it in different seasons of my life, but it's called walking with God and it's by John Eldridge, who is more famous for, uh, the wild at heart book. Um, but this, the walking with God book, um, it could honestly, it could probably be called talking with God <laughs> because a lot of it is about that. And he, there's no chapters in it. It's just kind of like a year of his journaling and just trying to sort of quantify what does it look like to walk with God and talk with God um, day by day in the midst of the the mundane and the exciting, you know, the, mm-hmm. the I'm going to work kind of days and the my daughter's getting engaged kind of days and, and everything in between. So, um, he, he, he talks about a, a vibrant, active walk with God, and where we we sort of make we make room for Him to talk, and we listen, and then we and we actually ask real questions of Him, seeking direction, and and then expect that He can speak and nudge nudges um, in lots of ways, yeah. you know, especially through his Spirit. Um, so I I wanted I haven't done this before, but I wanted to just read um, a passage in it. Cause I think he'll say it better than I will. Um, and then some, some other pass you know, scripture and that kind of thing. But, um, this, this part's entitled on learning to listen. He says, we are invited to become followers of Jesus, not just believers, followers. There is a difference mm-hmm. follower assumes that someone else is doing the leading as in he calls his own sheep by name and leads them out. He goes on ahead of them and his sheep follow him because they know his voice, which is John 10. The Bible invites us to an intimacy with God that will lead us to life. We are meant to live. If we, if we will follow him, I will instruct you and teach you in the way you should go. I will counsel you and watch over you. Psalm 32, eight God promises to guide us in the details of our lives. In fact, the Psalm continues. Do not be like the horse or the mule, which have no understanding, but must be controlled by bit and bridle, or they will not come to you. What would it be like to yield to Christ in the details of our lives? What would it be like to follow his counsel and instruction in all the small decisions that add up to the life we find ourselves living? It would be amazing. I think we would find ourselves saying, as David did, You have made known to me the path of life. Mm-hmm. Psalm 16. This is the privilege and the joy of sheep that belong to a good shepherd. He leads them well. He leads them to life. So back to the question, what is the life you want me to live? Mm. It's a good question. Maybe one of the most important questions we could ever bring to God.
1: Mm.
0: He created us after all. He knows why. He knows what is best for each of us. If we could learn from him the life he wants us to live, the details, the pace, the places we are to invest ourselves and the places we are not to, we would be in his will. and And there we would find life. Hmm. but it's, it's too big of a question to ask. I find I have to start with something smaller. So he kind of goes into, he says this weekend, the first of our summer vacation, my simple question was, what would you have us do? Should we go to the ranch or stay at home? Hmm. The ranch for us is a place of rest and restoration, at least that's what it's supposed to be. I knew I had to start there with one simple question. This is step one in learning to listen to the voice of God. Ask simple questions. You can't start with huge and desperate questions such as should I marry Ted or do you want me to sell the family business tomorrow or do I have lung cancer? Mm. That's like learning to play the piano by starting with Mozart or learning to ski by doing double black diamonds. (laughs) There is way too much emotion involved, too much swirling around in our head. I find that to hear the voice of God, we must be in a posture of quiet surrender. Starting with small questions helps us Learn to do that. Remember the story of the prophet of Elijah after his triumph on Mount Mount Carmel. He ran and hid in a cave, and there God spoke to him. The Lord said, go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. Mm -hmm. After the wind, there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not, not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. After the fire came a gentle whisper, hmm. and He says, "A gentle whisper, a still small voice," as some translations have it. To so that, to hear that general whisper, we have to settle down, shut out all the drama, drama quiet our hearts. Um, and you know, it's, I may mean, keep reading, but I don't want to read the whole time. But um, he, he talks about he talks about times when God's not talking. He talks about you know sometimes. It's not a whisper. Sometimes it's a shout. Sometimes it's a, you know, it's a, you can't miss it. Um, but when you and John were talking, it just, it just triggered me like that is, you know, that's why I'm not great at it, but that's what I want my life to be of um, walking, talking, listening. And then, and then the big thing is sometimes we hear him and then we got to obey, you know, he, he might tell us something and then we got to obey. and uh that's not always easy either especially if we don't really love what he's asking us to do but um but it's not always hard you know it's not always hard sometimes and and in the end though, with obedience there's great joy obviously so um so a story i just wanted to um share that that I think kind of plays into this, um, you know, basically, it's, you know, what does it look like? What does this look like to actually walk and talk and hear him and then obey? And I wanted to just share about one of the guys in my office, um, who, uh, he was talking sort of amongst the crew. This has been, oh, probably 18 months ago, maybe, maybe longer. And it was kind of water cooler talk and, and the things, you know, the conversation sort of turned to spiritual things and, and, and it, 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 it kind of went to, you know, the, the confidence that we have of, of God. Of who is he? Is he active? Is he living? Is he real? Is Jesus real? And so he just, you know, the Holy Spirit was definitely prompting him and he followed up with, um, the Lee Strobel book case for christ and actually bought copies for the three or four folks that were sort of in the conversation some were really actively talking some were just kind of on the fringe listening but it was a bold thing for him to do but he felt like god was leading him to do it so he bought this book gave it to everybody and there was one one guy in particular who was definitely showing interest he read the whole book he ended up watching the movie and was really showing interest and, um, and so that's when, now I was like on the edge of all this, I just kind of was hearing it happen. And, mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> but so over a course of days, as he read the book and, and then was kind of dialogue, he was clear that he was, he had some spiritual hunger. And at that point it was not a gentle whisper. <laughs> it, it was, the Lord was saying to me, uh, you need to suggest. That you jump into a Gospel of John study with this fella and with both of these guys, or you know, I knew at that moment, like God was telling me this, and if I didn't do it, I was gonna be obedient. So it was more like a two by four, you know,
1: yeah. And,
0: um, <laughs> and so I did, I, I stepped out, and it's always kind of tricky when you're the boss. It's like, you know, does the employee feel like you're well, maybe they don't ever feel like that, but I, I didn't. I didn't want it to feel like I was coercing anyway. But it it, it went all fine anyway. So we started meeting, and we've. I I, I want to say this has been eighteen months ago, and um, we have w- basically it's been for a long time. It was every week, and then it's sort of averaging about every other week. Um, and but it was it was one of those times where, you know, God was really. Um, he was clearly talking to me and I was trying to be obedient and, but it wouldn't have happened if, um, the other fellow in my office was not obedient when God was nudging him. So you talk, you talked a lot about holy hunches and, you know, I mean, that the, the reason we have confidence and we know that God can talk to us in this way through others, through his word, through the spirit is because the spirit lives in us. Right. And so I just wanted to read, um, just as a, a confidence for us going into the day, uh, John 14, um, actually all of John 14 is awesome. John 15 is abiding. But, but <clears throat> this, this passage, uh, John 14, 15 through 20, if you love me, you will keep my commandments and I will ask the father and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Even the spirit of truth and the world cannot receive because it neither sees him <clears throat> nor knows him. You know him for he dwells with you and will be in you, and in my Bible, I mean, every time I find that, and there's multiple times where it says that the Holy Spirit is in you, I like, I just circle that in, because it's like, you know, that's the whole, that's the whole Emmanuel Christmas time, God with us, I mean, he is in us, he's going with us wherever we go, and, and he can talk to us, Um, and then 25 to 27, these things I have spoken to you while I'm with you, but the helper, the Holy Spirit, whom the Father will send in my name, he will teach you all things and bring to you remembrance all that I have said to you. Peace I leave with you, my peace I give to you. Not as the world gives, do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um yeah. I'm I'm learning, I'm growing, but um that's the goal is to to walk, talk with God,
1: listen, and then obey. So that's yeah. what I am no that's good it's good it the uh our family does a little devotional, and this morning it was it was talking about um the Holy Spirit within you um, and the fruit of the spirit, which it just i've read that so many times over the years, Brad, but I find it this morning very again convicting it's the 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 fruit of the spirit um, in our life, and so when I, the, best mm-hmm. version, the best version of me is when I get me out of the way, and uh, I let the Holy Spirit do what the Holy Spirit does, and the fruit of mm-hmm. that spirit um, that strikes me this morning. And you know, it is—it's tough, you know, Brad. As leaders, um, you know, to be a to be a very good leader, you have to be a great follower, and. Um, for us to follow the lead of the Holy Spirit. And Don Patton talks about that a bunch, holy hunches. Um, But for me, for me to listen to that holy hunch, I got to be able to turn down other noise and other distractions in my life. And then to your point, and I laughed when you said that, is the obeying. I think think a lot of times I get hit with that two by four as well. And uh, because I'm not I'm not quick to listen and I'm not quick to obey and so and yet when I do the the, the few times that that I do that uh, that I listen and obey things go a lot better so those are those are great reminders yeah again this well
0: I maybe this is
1: yeah no that's great I mean
0: maybe this is a, a follow-up time because I thought about it as I was driving in here I'm just gonna ask Jerry okay when you thought about PSP or when you how did you hear God how, how did you know God was nudging you talking to you and but then I, I chickened out because I didn't want to put you on the spot in that sure. moment <laughs> but but I mean it'd be I mean I think we all would our faith would grow and we all would love to hear okay how's God talking to you how's he working in you and that's what PSP is all about really but like sometimes 15 minutes is yep yeah you know it's not enough they go as far as we might want
1: to go well, and, and to answer that very quick, and I'll have you pray us into the rest of our day. But to answer it is, I think the enemy scatters us, right? And I, I mm-hmm, with mm-hmm. the with the COVID, I think it was a, it was a time that it felt like the Holy Spirit was saying, "Hey, unify." And so, while this, a lot of times on these calls, um, we're just looking at phone numbers. We're, you know, we I don't know who's unified on the call, but the Holy Spirit does. And so that. Yeah the holy hunch was unification is that, Oh my gosh, the enemy wants to divide and conquer. And this gives us an opportunity, whether guys jump on the call live, like the folks are right now, or people listen later in the day. My hope is that it creates that, um, some encouragement of unification of the body of Christ as leaders. So yeah, that, that was, yeah. The, that was the holy hunch. And, um, That's I know good. I, I need, I need you guys. And, a lot of times when I say need, it doesn't feel right. There's a something in my body, um, you know, that I don't, many times I don't want to acknowledge that I need other men and women, other leaders. And yet I do. So, yeah. So I appreciate it. All right. Will you pray the rest of our day there, Brad?
0: Yes. Uh, Lord, just, uh, unify us with each other, with other believers, um, so that we can, be salt and light, but unify us with you first, Lord, that we would be we would know the power we have in us of the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, your Holy Spirit walking uh through our day with us and just give us uh the the sensitivity to um share what's on our heart, but then listen and then be ready to obey. And give us the you 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 will give us the strength and the courage to do what you're calling us to do. So help us to recognize it and then rely on you for the power to do it and we pray all this in your name amen amen well done brad love you